I don't know, kick us off, Mix Master Mike. Alright, Final Countdown episode something. Uh, yeah. I thought you were going to try Bill Cosby voice this time. Alright, uh, I've never done this before and never made an attempt, but I'm going to give it my all. Okay. And I'm going to bring the spirit and bring bring in funk. Do it. Um, uh, God, this is going to be so embarrassing. <clears throat> I can't believe I'm going to do this. Alright, you ready? <clears throat> well, you see, uh, this is the final countdown, and we got uh, Craig, uh, the RoboCoach. <laughs> <laughs> and we got uh, uh, Keith McNally. Mm-hmm. And we wow, got you a little bit of Joel Jackson. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, uh, oh, shit. What, what, what episode are we? Let me see if I can do better. Uh, I, I doubt it. I, I don't doubt know. It. We're, we actually built up quite a few okay. recently. So. so you see. Already oh, better. Oh, that's better. <laughs> that's so good. You're listening to the Vital Countdown with the Craig and the Keith and the Mike. And the Joel, I know, Zuma, Zuma. That's a little bit of Preacher, actually, yeah, no, but that's so fine. Think. I mean, that's still black. So, so what we've determined <laughs> is neither of us do a good Bill Cosby. Well, you see, we're at the final countdown. You still sound like an old Jewish man. <laughs> <laughs> that's my only thing. That's my only impression that I can do. Uh, so, yeah, okay, we got uh, Craig, Keith, uh, Joel, can myself. We, if, if that wasn't clear from the nonsense start, that you just heard. Can we start calling Mike Man of a Thousand Voices? Can we always get him to do a different voice? Yeah, please. Yeah, lay it on me every time and I'll do a horrible... Do Vin Diesel right now. <laughs> I'm Vin Diesel. <laughs> movies. That's pretty good, actually. That, that, that one's spot on. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, uh, if you, before you go into New York, I just uh, was Please. reading before coming right over here tonight that uh, CHCH, the... Uh, fucking TV show or TV station in Hamilton. And you can find us at info at vinylcountdown.ca. Sorry, go Oh, yeah. <laughs> on uh, the internet! On the internet! So I'll just read the headline. CHCH Hamilton Morning News Show on Hamilton CHCH interrupted by porn movie. Oh. Booyah! Slammed nice. it! Viewers of the News Now broadcast were confronted with hardcore sex scenes at 9.30am for about three minutes before the channel stopped broadcasting. And then I scrolled down a little. Someone hacked CHCH News <laughs> to play gay porn. Oh, that's the best and kind. Every TV in the gym and Starbucks was set to it. Wow, nice. And nobody minded. Everyone loved it. Yeah. That's... Well, the thing is, like back back like twenty thirty years ago, you could hack TV stations because it was all airwaves. No one knew where you're coming from, but it's it's all networks now. Like this, whoever did that's in fucking trouble. Like they're not gonna get away with that. Uh, These IP addresses and shit. I know, I know, hackers there's, are good. There's I know that better than anyone. But, yeah. But I, I have a feeling someone's gonna get caught. Now, do you think they could get away with if they just wanted to do that because it's funny, and then they could just say hackers, and then like, ah, we never found them. Like, you could probably well, do hacking, that. hacking a TV station is a federal crime. There will be like RCMP involved and all shit. So no one would do it just because it's no. funny. Yeah, and it's nobody's FCC doing it for the laws. Not keep their job anyway. Yeah. So that was that story. Um, and FCC or whatever the Canadian version of that must be pissed. Yeah, CRTC. CRTC. Yeah. And must be like, oh, you can't do that. You can't do the board on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> was that Paul Reiser? I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what is the deal with the board on the TV? You can't oh, do Seinfeld. It. Seinfeld. You can't do it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, we got an email today, or I got an email. It was, oh, uh, sweet love. It was, I always find this thing bizarre. I was telling Craig about this. But, um, so it was because I just did an XO about Elliot Smith. So this chick sent me a thing, just like, hey, I liked it. Just thought I'd let you know, give you some positive reinforcement. But I know, like, just, you know, amount of work put into stuff doesn't equal how good it should be. Like, uh, 
you know, like Ricky Gervais, he scripts stuff and whatever, but his dumb podcasts are still the best thing. Yeah. Where it's like a similar thing where she's like, I love the vinyl countdown and I like some of the stuff you do with XO. <laughs> so then she's like, wow. in particular, I like this latest XO. Keep the vinyl countdowns coming, Laura from wherever. And just Thanks, like, Laura from wherever. <laughs> Thanks, Laura. And in yeah. a lot of ways, I get it because, like, this is probably a lot more fun to listen to, but it's still weird, doesn't it? Just seem weird. It's like this, no, we couldn't put less work into this. Yeah. <laughs> I get, uh, we I don't even have a consistent cast. It's just whatever, whatever's around. But Speaking of putting work into it, though, you uh, slaved all last night. How late were you up? I did. I stayed up till like three in the morning to make our fucking 420 show be out on 420, but I shouldn't have. It was an abortion of garbage. <laughs> yeah. But I still put it out. <laughs> it's got to be worse than last year's. Last was, year's, we had the, the accelerate, accelerating whale boners to the speed of light or some shit like that. The yeah. only thing that, that was pretty, pretty great. Yeah. And yeah. there's still 45 more minutes that I'm going to put out probably on yeah. Tuesday, the outtakes. The only thing that was halfway good is Mike had some funny stoner stuff that is better in the second half, even. The the best part of it though was fucking other Keith who wasn't even there texted that he saw Kenny Hotz at a bar and he was kind of high so instead of introducing himself in any normal way he went hey look here it's Mr. Kukulamans <laughs> nice. and he's like oh I'm high why did I say that that was the best part of the episode and it happened across town oh man it was terrible yeah I uh, I had every intention of making it yeah and, you didn't uh, miss anything oh, oh fuck. well like that was the thing where like where we were like, oh, we can talk about PAX, we can talk about New York, and then, oh my God, yeah. nope, <laughs> no, we can't. Somehow it hit Keith instantly, like, yeah. it, like the yeah. minute it came off his but, lips, he was like, he said something that made no sense. But then, giggling. but then it didn't stay at that funny level either, it just got me to a point where I just didn't want to talk anymore, <laughs> like, yeah. settled into the worst I, possible. Yeah. I mean, it was fun for me, but bad for the show. But yeah, we were thinking next 420, we, uh, you know, Picard, since he is, uh, he's our man, if he can't do it, no one can, he can be there, but other than that, we need everyone to be stoned. I think we need him to be stoned, too. I think so, too. We, we should try to, I, the thing is, we should try to the thing is, especially with me, it's, it's like, I just, I just feel like they're, I, I have trouble having conversations with people because I'm just like, they're judging me, they think they're not thinking the same way I am. I'm fine and with Picard like, when it's sober, like, even last night, like, his, have yeah. you ever really thought about Yeah, it? and it was funny, yeah, it was, that was funny a couple times. But, so I'm okay. I'm just my. I'm throwing my vote in the hat that I'm okay with Picard not being. Stuck. Yeah, we will uh, kick him out if you won't do it. But we should try to talk him into. Yeah, it. yeah. man, this is going to be so confusing. Maybe we for... should cut this part out of us. Uh, he actually doesn't listen to the ones he's not on sometimes. So, <laughs> so I think we'll be okay. He told me that. Why? He's so busy. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking with, with like the the love for the vinyl countdown stuff. Is like I try to imagine like if I didn't know any of us and I was just some person and I just started listening, would I listen to this podcast? And like right now, yeah, I'd listen to this. Yeah. This is charming. Yesterday, no, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> like that's where I wonder. I, I I wonder what our quality balance is. Is it enough that I would listen, or would I have fallen off? By now? I, you know what? I I have to say because, you know, like I listen to every show, and I try to I try to think of it when I listen to it that I don't know us <coughs> and that we haven't done it. Right. And I think lately, uh, at least for for the past like ten episodes or so, it's been pretty high caliber. Like we've been putting out some good stuff. Yeah. So. There's also one that I'm looking. I mean, this is all. This is like everything's gonna be out of order and crazy. But there's also one with Kaboom that we did. I thought that one. I remember that one being pretty fun. Yeah, just the fact that Kaboom was like, unbelievable. So Matt told the story again that he got a hand job. He got a, 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 a full release fucking uh, massage while he was here in Toronto. And Kaboom was honestly confused as to whether such a thing costs money or if you can just find people just do it. It made no sense. It's like, like, did you have to pay for that? That's and what chicks are like sometimes. They honestly, don't know the world at all. Like I said it during the episode, but it was true. Like I didn't even process 
what she said. <laughs> like, that question was so stupid. It was so insane. Yeah. That, like, it took me a second to realize, um, she was actually to realize and I was like, wait, that just happened and she's serious. But, uh, so we could blab about PAX a little, or is that New York? I can go on and on. But uh, well, like, before we get to that, what have you been up to, Joel? Yeah, I guess I've, I've missed, like, what, four shows? It's been five, a while. Six? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I moved my house, and it's been, like, the epic nightmare of epic nightmares, so... You know what? Uh, to cut you off? Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think part of this, too, is, like... Because I remember, uh, like, uh, Eric from Calgary used to say, like, how surprising it was that we got a group that is relatively large for a podcast, but it all flows well. Yeah. Maybe that's been a problem, is that all these weird-ass alternate shows with different people and side people and blah, blah, blah. It sucks the shit out of... Yeah, now before. we're... Just that we're back to the... Yeah, back to the roots. Back to the gravy. It's going so easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Sorry, no, no. So, no, hey... Whatever. I mean, if Picard, Picard's not here, but if he was, it'd be fine. He wouldn't fuck it up. No. <laughs> so, you know. Whatever. Fuck my problems. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no. I, I, I moved houses and uh, we moved to a place that's half the size of our previous place. And suddenly we realized how much fucking shit we own. And so it's been like, I, I feel like it's been a month. Well, it's been two weeks, but it's been two weeks of just like sorting through boxes and trying not to kill our son. Have you considered just coating the whole apartment in boxes so that it's like a elevated floor? I... That's actually better than my original idea, which was to like Jesus. coat the floor in kerosene and fucking throw a match on it. Because I'm, I'm. That's sick true. It is. Yeah. It's better than that. <laughs> only slightly though. Yeah. So I. Uh, so yeah, I've missed a ton of episodes just because. And also, you know, Jen is like so pregnant. It's not even funny at this point. It's uh, she's seven months. For those of you keeping score, uh, that's pretty pregnant. It's pretty pregnant, and uh, yeah. So. Yeah, if you need someone to unsentimentally come and sort through your possessions, let me know. Just gone, 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 gone. I'm gone. Pretty, <laughs> That's well, what I was yeah. The funny thing is, is I'm I'm pretty good at that. Uh, it's just uh, you know I'm married and ladies like stuff because you know, now I maybe it's just you know my wife, but let let me know if you if this sounds familiar to you guys that like women plan for scenarios not reality so it's like they own this thing and the reason they own this thing is because like maybe a dress like a dress dress. let's let's say a dress or a piece of rope let's say they have this (laughs) this, (laughs) like let's say like a piece of rope with like a hook tied to the end but the hook is like cracked right the the hook is broken and and you're like okay well this 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 hook has a crack in it obviously we're not going to use this well what if zombies come in in the middle of the night and ninjas and you have to swing something around your head you know like that is scenario a or what if i don't have a belt one day and all i need all i have is this piece of rope at a, at a cracked hook you know that could be stylish so every fucking thing we're going through trying to purge in our house has like multiple possible applications it's like, like every episode of hoarders oh exactly <laughs> This, it's, is a, uh, this is the journey that every hoarder goes through. What's uh, I I know I already made a quantum joke on Twitter today, but uh, uh, oh, but, about your print. I like, <laughs> I like that one. The printer at work doesn't work when it's being observed. I like that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, but but that's how I feel about stuff. It's like suddenly it's like it splits into this like quantum time stream where all these possibilities. So how could you throw anything out if it's got like all these potential uses? Yeah, I definitely think, yeah, that is totally a thing where you gotta just, like... Because you can get anything, anything that you need, like, to 
for uh, so just to jump ahead to New York for a sec because it's supplies. Mm. So me and Matt ended up going to New York for we we're only there for two days and we kept and we didn't have a consistent place to stay. We'll get into all this after. So we didn't want to bring very much, so we kept paring down and paring down and paring down what we were going to bring till we were down to one book bag between us. But we're still like, well, if we get to New York and go straight to a bar to hang out for Keith and the girl shit, we got this book bag we got to deal with. Do we even need that? Can we just cross the border with only what's in our pockets? And we're like, well, I mean, we're only there for two days. We can just buy anything we need. We can buy underwear and socks. We didn't. We ended up just being gross. You know, like, it seemed crazy, but it worked. We did it. You know, like, yeah, you don't need stuff. It's out there. It's always there. No, this is exactly the sort of thing that uh, that I'm talking about. Is like, uh, well, fuck this. I mean, we we could go on about like throwing stuff out, but uh, I, let's I, talk about New I York. Am, I am interested though in this whole type of thing. Like I was telling the lads earlier, if anyone hasn't read The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin, highly recommend it. Super super awesome book. But yeah, just uh, the the see she because she's she's talking about shit like getting rid of stuff that maybe you'll use someday because you never will but on the other hand there's some stuff you can't have too much of like instead of just one thing of toilet paper roll rolls of toilet paper get two you'll just feel better because you totally got that covered like that's useful shit that you always need yeah like toilet paper is something I'll buy in bulk because that you know you're always going to use it it's going to disappear that's fine I was surprised I'm working on a plan I can't really reveal the details but uh, a toilet paper plan to get rid of it abolish the toilet paper oh my god you got to tell us now that's insane I was, I was joking. I don't have a. I will make one up. Oh. Come on, dude. Yes, and. I knew a guy in Fiber. New Brunswick. Fiber is the key to it. I knew a guy in New Brunswick who didn't wipe his ass when he was at home. He would just take a shower every time right after. But I just thought that was too gross. That's, that's your, no, you got it. They're still touching shit. And I feel and that that's what's directly. falling itself too. I, like yeah. I'm okay with that if you wipe a bit first. Yeah, yeah. And then I, you're I just getting like the remnants. But if you're just going there, like sometimes like there's there's like large globs stuck to your ass. Yeah. And then like you get a mash that like then it's like you see this glob sitting on the drain you gotta mash it in with your toes that's fucking <laughs> that's, gross that dude. never happened yeah. <laughs> well I mean I, it might have you don't know you know but I was surprised how much little things like that can it's just surprising how how, how happy they can make you it's like not only have I got the bit, the rolls of toilet paper under the sink I got another one in my closet I'm not gonna run out of toilet paper and it's and, just like and, and by the way my civilized people use a potato masher everybody knows this <laughs> I should have one by the by the bed <laughs> oh, yeah. by the bed <laughs> just keep it right in the yeah, by the business at all times so uh, well first off I guess uh, we didn't really get to talk about packs that much there's probably not that much to say really but me and Mike went to the Penny Arcade Expo in Boston. I think we can leave the door. It's probably fine. We the shit. I had fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I, I would go again. Maybe, like you said, maybe not next year, but I'd go again. Yeah, I would totally. Like, especially if, yeah, if you live in Boston or Seattle, like, totally. It's way worth it, like, for the price that it was. There's so much stuff going on, and it's totally, totally a cool thing. Got some I, free magic cards, too. No big deal. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Nice. Magic cards, man. But I guess I did kind of explain that pretty well, even high. Just that uh, I was surprised how much I kind of feared this, just seeing my own past come at me and as a flood, just as a wave of nerds, where like if I stop making the effort to be part of normal life, that's what I'll default to, because that's kind of what I was like when I was a teenager and stuff. And it's just a miserable, horrible way to live. And, oh, man. and it's like every person there was like, well, 90% of them were like, they could make those people that are like magical, reverse magical, where they can make any situation awkward. Everyone was like that. Everyone. It's like you're every, the magic one. 
and any overheard conversation was always weird any any even just standing in a line was weird everything was weird all the time and it's like you guys need to learn how to be how to behave like a person and they're not even trying and it's just i don't know <laughs> it's just there's something something about it that just made me like freak out a little bit where i'm like i gotta fucking get a mohawk i need to get a tattoo i need to do something to never be able to be this again. Yeah, that's why I started uh, drinking and smoking pot. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> totally. But, like, I think I, uh, I definitely am, have nerd or whatever tendencies. I definitely had some of those, like, hobbies growing up. I, I never really got... I never played Magic or really played any of those, like, Dungeon Dragons or anything, but I, I would consider myself a nerd, but, like, that's just not like these guys, man. Yeah. It, just like so I, extreme. I found uh, in junior high, anyway, it's like, uh, like I really tried to do the D&D thing. I tried to do the... the well, I never did magic, but... Um, but I found I was too social for right. that well, yeah. group. Even just that you put it that way, because I tried not to. Like, right. my default was that stuff. Mm. <laughs> so... Yeah, no, for really me it was chill. like a yeah, like it was an effort to go and do these extra nerdy things. And when I got there, it's like I felt like I was the outcast in that group. It was like, I, like it was like I was slumming. Right. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, uh, what are you doing here? Like, why are you here? It was like because I like fantasy shit, and you know, like like I like the the actual game thing. But God, it was so horrible to hang out with those people. <laughs> yeah, like there's nothing intrinsically wrong with any of this stuff. Like uh, that final episode of Freaks and Geeks where Daniel Desario plays uh, plays D and D with the geeks. That was what Matt's older brother was like. His his brother's name is Dave, and he's super jock dude. Like, literally chops down trees and stuff. Football dude, but he got way into D and D. Like, and that's cool. That's like all right, cool. Let's play D and D. It'll be fun but but yeah the other side of it of just like i don't know man i I wish i could even i can't i can't even describe it but it really just like really it was unpleasant that first day coach the coach says never go full nerd never go full nerd ever yeah well you know what never go full anything yeah Yeah, that's great Except advice. For full lesbian. That's Never go advice. full anything. Don't go full lesbian. Yeah, half lesbian, half lesbian, lesbian is just yeah, fine. Right. <laughs> yeah, full lesbian. Take it back. Not cool. <laughs> yeah, like, and as, a, as an example, and it's just how everyone is the same thing where it's just like there was one guy that was walking around selling cookies for some reason and the cookies were shaped like stars so he was like oh these are the invincibility stars like from Super Mario and but they were broken and he was like oh I guess they're not so invincible anymore and like not funny at all not even a little bit funny and just everyone's laughing everyone laughing and I'm just like stop everyone shut up you're encouraging him like, but I, I could see myself making that fucking joke you know and just having a bunch of people staring at me blankly and just going, eh. But the difference is, is I would realize that, like, before I said it, I would realize that it was a dumb joke. And then I, it would just come out of my mouth out of compulsion. And then I would be like, yeah, that's the, that's the correct response. Well, this, the thing is, with these people, it's like, it's not like, hey, that's a clever little uh, observation that you made. It was just like, that's a reference I recognize. Right. Like, you can say anything. Uh, if right. it's a reference to some game that they know, it's, it's amazing. Hilarious. You yeah. You're amazing. And that's one thing I noticed too, I guess, about not going full nerd is anyone a step up? Like people that are corralling the other nerds were delightful. Like people on the panels, like there's this group Mega Sixty Four that does internet comedy video game stuff. I went to their panel; they're fucking hilarious. I had a great time. Or the Penny Arcade guys did Q and A's, super hilarious, funny, clever shit. You know, and they're totally nerds, but they're not nerds. <laughs> nerds. <Yeah. laughs> you know, they're not anger-inducing. 
But uh, I also had, though, but it, with all of my criticism and haughtiness and whatnot, I had a super nerd moment where there's this guy, Jeff Green, who, if you go way back where I did the this one XO episode that was just clips from video game podcasts, and it was like, that's where a lot of the shit story stuff came from initially, is people telling shit stories, and it was hilarious. And so in a way, that was like when we started Vinyl Countdown, that was always in my mind. That's why... It was a quote-unquote video game show. We never talked about video games. It was because of these other video game podcasts I listened to. And the best one was called GFW Radio. And this guy, Jeff Green, is the head guy. And he's like this 50-year-old dude, but I saw him there. He works for PopCap now. He's at the PopCap booth. And did I he make like, Peggle? Is that him? <laughs> yeah, he did. Shit, dog. I would nerd out over that guy. He decided that balls. Bjorn was going to be a unicorn. Yeah. He's, he's shit. It was his idea to make the, the, the pegs orange. Uh, they wanted to make them red, right? <laughs> Why would you do that? I remember he was like at the little thing, and uh, and it was while there was a big event going on in the main hall, so nobody else was around, and I had to circle like two or three times, and I was all nervous to talk to him, and I finally went over, and it was just real quick. I was just like, dude, I love your stuff. I love your podcast. It's super great. Just wanted to meet you, and I felt like such a weird, goony weirdo because I was just coming off so weird, and that gave me a little, a little more like, um, what's the word? It's like, like. like well, I don't know, cred or... Or, or just well, no, no. like understanding for all, all the other yeah. weirdos there. But well, still if I can de- them, derail it for a second, <laughs> uh, I, I dragged Craig along. Yeah, you had a nerd moment the oh, other night. fuck, man. So uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, Ian's Venonius. He's, uh, he's like a kind of a punk rock icon uh, from D.C. originally. Uh, he, his current group is called Chain in the Gang. And so since I was, like, fucking 18, I idolized this guy, thinking, like, oh, God, wouldn't it be great to, like, see a show? And, of course, they were playing here in Toronto. And they were playing a late show at uh, the worst venue in the world, uh, which is Parts and Labor. Never go see a show there. Anyway, um, so we get there, and the first two bands are terrible. They're terrible bands, but... Yeah, I think I saw on your Twitter you kept your ear phone. You put your ear yeah, that's right. in just, to, too, yeah. just yeah. to save your ears a little. And then... Uh, so we, we sit through these two god-awful fucking bands for to, to see Chain and the Gang, which, uh, you know, I, I think they, they were good, but I was standing up front. Where the sound was yeah, Joel horrendous. keeps blaming on the fact that he was standing up front and I wasn't. <laughs> but but Craig hates it. it. So so maybe we'll play it, play a chain chain. Oh yeah, chain. totally. Like they weren't they weren't horrible. I just didn't enjoy the performance, and I think it was uh, self indulgent, pretentious. But that's why I like it. So <laughs> you know. But anyway, that's why I like you, Joel. But what was what was it? <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> what was fucking amazing though is like Craig and I are standing outside, and Ian is walking by, and I kind of give him a nod. He's like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" <laughs> yeah, he totally just came up to us. It was really Cool. And uh, and well, I'm like, well, we've said before though about you, Joel. You have like this. You've cultivated a definite cool look. Like even if you're just leaning against something, you look cooler than we do. Uh, remember when you were <laughs> leaning against the fire hydrant outside lots? Yeah, of scene? cool that as fuck. Awesome. Oh, thanks. I'll never hey, forget uh, that. I appreciate meme. it. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, Stand uh, in the new style. Yeah, look for my new book, How to Lean. <laughs> um, but anyway, like, so we're we're there, and uh, and he's like, hey man, what's going on? I'm like, good. I'm really excited about the show. I'm a fan from way back. I I. I loved you nation of ulysses he's, he's like right on and he kind of walks away and i'm like that was really cool of him to do and then i realized that he's walking around the barricade to come chat with us and yeah. like he he comes right in and stands and i introduce craig and like and uh he's like oh yeah hey i just did an interview in montreal did you uh did you happen to catch that vice magazine i don't read magazines yeah and it was just fucking 
yeah, it was really awesome. And he was like a super cool dude. And then at the end of the night, he's like, hey, man, thanks for hyping it. Because Craig mentioned that I was tweeting it all day. Right. And uh, he's like, thanks for hyping the show. And then uh, he, he kind of went to give me a like sort of like a handshake, but he came at it sort of sideways. And I just like <laughs> I went in for a hug, like a fucking dork. <laughs> and so I gave him a hug and then he signed my record. And I'm like, I'm like, that was fucking great. You know, like I, I was really happy about that, but I was such a loser. Like it's <laughs> tough being on that side, isn't it? Being oh, on the fan God side, it's it. weird. But yeah. and 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 I felt like the entire time, like I'm just like I'm walk, I'm outside my body watching myself, just turn into a fucking dork, right? And Craig's like, Nah, you weren't that bad. But I oh, yeah, because like, I uh, I have my like nerdy bands that I'm super nerd over, and I told you, uh, Immaculate Machine, I actually made T-shirts for them. All members of the band, I made three fucking t-shirts. And that's some, right. that's some hardcore fanboy shit. Yeah, I was hard, I was on a date, too, when I brought oh, those shirts man. along. But uh, I got a free CD out of it, and uh, I was thanked graciously, and I looked all right in front of my date, I guess. But yeah, super nerd. Yeah, I about going back to your thing about the handshake hug thing, man, like, I definitely, I don't I guess I want to say struggle a little bit with, like, social anxiety or something you know just weird social things that people do and it's like the saying goodbye is always the worst like you shake hands some people shake and some people hug and some people do the shake and hug and some people like i just and like some people do the fist bump and it's just like i don't know i don't know what i'm supposed to do to each person and it's just so it's just like the most awkward thing that was was like at pax where fucking uh when i was talking to jeff green there was another guy there from another podcast that i I know of at least so uh, after i said my hellos I was like, okay, how do I get out of this now? So I crossed my hands so I could <laughs> shake both. And, uh, and then I went to find uh, Mike, and we were there with uh, Damon and Neil. And uh, I was like, that wasn't the right thing to do, right? <laughs> and Neil was like, no, you do one handshake, you do a second handshake. <laughs> Very logical. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just in the moment, it's just like, I, I don't know. Here, let's let's do this. Oh, man, and, and it's the worst, because you probably don't, didn't come across as being a, a dork at all. Like, you probably came wait, across wait. as being just fine. But you still spend the next five minutes like, Duh. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I wasn't there, but, like, from how you explained it, it sounded like you said, hi, I like what you've done, and bye, kind of thing. Basically, that's yeah. it. Yeah, it was like yeah. So I, I think as far as they're concerned, like, they're like, oh, this guy, he just wanted to tell us that he appreciates us, and he left. Like, it's not like, I'm, I, I think you handled it well. I'm sure there's nerds that just hang around and try to, like talk to them and stuff yeah. and they have no interest in this conversation that guy after pod camp oh you guys weren't there Joel was there yeah the, the Asian guy oh. who was there last year at pod camp I don't know if he's around. Asian or just has the down syndrome he's mongoloid that's all <laughs> yeah that's a good word in all senses <laughs> But but he's like he's he's definitely got some either like autistic tendencies or he's mentally challenged. He just, he, well, I remember that guy. Potato potato, but he just doesn't yeah doesn't like, get the clue of like I'm done talking to you now. Like and he asks really weird questions like why didn't you do a thing about Rob Ford? It's like why would we? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. By the way, I hate that. I hate all this. It's so trendy right now, especially because I've been like I, I've been more involved in like the improv community in Toronto, and everyone wants to do Rob improv on on Rob Ford, and I just want nothing to do with it. Yeah. I like, saw Picard Twitter the other day, like, oh no, the politician doesn't support things I do. Well, <laughs> that's true. That sums it all up. Like, who gives a shit? That's, and, like, that's and why you vote for politicians is because they support the things. Everyone that makes the same stupid jokes. Support. He doesn't. There's some thing about the subway that that he wants to. Do 
do subways and people or whatever, and he's fat. Those are the two. Th- by the way, he's the mayor of Toronto. That's why yeah, I, yeah, I was about to say. But yeah, it's just like this, he's a right wing mayor, mayor of Toronto. Yeah, like I get it. He's fat and he wants to build subways. Everyone, I mean, I, I don't agree with that either, from what I understand. But it's just like we all know. We all know these these little facts and just shut the fuck up. That's why too is like it. all politics. Like I've I've such a hard time with people that are real into it because you're never gonna find one person that supports all the shit you support. Just pick no. a, an issue and deal with the issue. Don't yeah. wait for a man who is you as a politician because it's never gonna happen. Yeah. You're just gonna no, be I, fighting I, forever. I have the same problem with party politics. Is every single yeah. party has something I like and. Yeah. All of them have something I hate. Exactly. Yeah. Also, he was elected. You know, it's yeah. like he, uh, maybe you didn't vote for him, but I, I mean, didn't that's vote the for him. that's the democratic process, <laughs> right? If you want to live in a democracy, that's what happens. I mean, uh, I'm not but, sure about that anymore. Democracy. Uh, I just want a benevolent dictator. That's really what I want out of life. We should build an island, the Vinyl Island. Oh, I like it. <laughs> vinyl Island. I, I like, like it. it. I don't know how to build an island. Like maybe just a bunch of tires, and then we lay yeah. plywood on top of it in the middle of the ocean. We just fucking hang out. <laughs> I like it. Um, what's that thing? Um, Pirate Bay was trying to buy it. It's called Sealand. It's a. Uh, I think it's a abandoned oil tanker. But it just happens to exist on uh, on in, in international waters, so any person who buys sea land could technically, uh, well, no, it, like they're their own country. Anybody who owns it is their own country. But the problem with owning sea land is the fact that pirates attack it on a regular fucking basis. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, there, there was a, for a few years, um, oh, oh, can we, uh, can we get more? Yes, you can. Oh, wow. For sure. Uh, what was it? Uh, it was the, uh, Grand Island Pale Ale. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that's kind of badass, except for the constantly being attacked by pirates. <laughs> like, also, <laughs> what is even there? Badass, what is there like, to take? It's not just like a digital domain. Or well, like, like if, well, if they're um, setting up servers there and stuff, there's going to be like equipment to steal. Like, is it just well, servers and banana trees? Like, what are the pirates <laughs> taking? <laughs> but is it? Is there even trees? Is it's an oil tanker? It's just just metal. There's like um somebody can wiki this, but uh, and, and for next show, um, or Craig can do it now on his fancy yeah, fucking new phone. Is it called Sea Land? Like, it's that's called Sea Land. Would that be one word or two? You think? Uh, probably two words. Sea land, but uh, but apparently there was a hippie commune that lived there. There was like, there's there's been various people who have gone there with the same idea of starting their own goddamn country, and then pirates attack it for like twenty years, and then they're like, oh, this is not worth it, and then they bail. But uh, but yeah, that would have been cool. Like this was probably like uh, I don't know four years ago, maybe five, that uh, Pirate Bay was trying to do this because that's what they wanted to do. Is they wanted to put their servers on sea land so that they never have to worry yeah they, they couldn't be touched internationally it is a uh, an unrecognized entity the principality of sea land one word by the way oh okay uh, located blah 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 former world war ii sea fort uh 10 kilometers off the coast of england all right it's not that far out yeah, so it's maybe. a fort yeah so it's there's there's probably no trees and shit right I've started to notice just from a very tiny sample of just me, but I feel like the internet is slowly starting to close in just because paid ways to get things are becoming more available. Like, I've noticed for years and years, like, it's easier and easier to get stuff. Like, weird, obscure East Coast albums that I couldn't find will show up now. Like, more and more digital shit is washing up on the shore, more and more stuff. But lately, 
seems like it's going the other way a little where these are just really random examples but I was trying to find the latest Juliana Hatfield album granted she hasn't been famous in 20 years so, but it was very hard to find and this one particular porn movie that Stoya was in took me forever I finally did find it but I feel like that shit would have been easier to get three years ago like I well, think uh, the, is it, I think is it because you're trying shit, to get it for free absolutely yeah okay. I'm just talking about stealing like just flat <laughs> thievery is just I think just getting harder because people aren't bothering anymore like it's just easier well, well it's because the the price point to just buy it is right and I'm all for it I mean yeah. I think people should pay for stuff but like, it's interesting that it's getting it must be getting easier like honestly I have not stolen an album in years because the 99 cents or the 10 bucks for a download is at the, that's at the price point where particularly too if you've got uh, iTunes and an iPod and exactly. that whole system it's much easier yeah you know it's just like well, well why would I or, uh, why like would I steal it how Craig bought Skyrim because you're just like fuck this pirate shit I'm yeah. just gonna buy it like, it's always hacking it to make it like work with the updates and then I got the whatever creation kit I'm gonna nerd out about that I think uh, it's interesting because yeah like I just like anyone who runs around with like a chicken with their head cut off about anything I mostly think needs to shut up but especially like with this like it's just gonna everything will just happen naturally it's gonna it's gonna equilibrialize no and, and it seems like is. It, it is doing that it was, it was like piracy like piracy with music was rampant at one time and then like and that was like back when record companies were like really thanks so much and yeah but like, like they were still trying to push CDs when nobody wanted them anymore so of course yeah. you're gonna just download mp3s like yeah I think things yeah. are and so like Apple's Apple stepped in and just basically Thanks. made it easier they're doing the same thing piracy was doing digital distribution yeah. but just charging people for it and, and you know ensuring good quality and everything and like oh, whatever well, I, the, iTunes sold a million songs on the first day or something like that well, and this is what annoys me about um, like like video right now like if I want like let's say I want to get Game of Thrones um, the day it, like an hour after it came out I can't do it like I can pirate it like that yeah but if I want to yeah. legally purchase it, I gotta wait. You know, the Daily Show comes out earlier in the day. They put it out like in the afternoon, that night's episode. On the internet. That's really smart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you want to watch it online, it's right there. Yeah. It's just it's neat. It's interesting. I like all this stuff. Yeah, and I think I think that's how it's gonna go. It's gonna be instant. So that like, because that that's the only reason to pirate right now is it. Well, I mean, there is still a cost to it, but like for, I love how I say fur instead of for. <laughs> um, for. Uh, for for TV shows uh, I still feel like they're a little too expensive and yeah. that uh, yeah because music you listen to over and over but TV shows yeah you don't yeah they're, they're a lot more disposable like a 99 cent model for TV hell yeah or the Netflix model or the Netflix model yeah. is brilliant you know, except like, put it out quicker yeah but the Netflix model I feel like is not sustainable because they're not charging per content they're charging a certain amount per month so how can but, they cre- keep creating more and more content? You know what it is, well, though? They, they look at how much content. video someone's going to watch in a month. No matter whether it's this movie or that TV show or whatever. They look at, like, how much time is one person spending a month watching stuff? And then, okay, we're going to charge you eight bucks a month for that. So, like, I, I don't think, like, the more stuff that comes out to Netflix, I don't feel like but people like, are going to watch more. And, like, if you're somebody like me, the same rate. who mostly just watches reruns of Family Guy on Netflix... 
yeah. over and over again, then then you yeah. Know. But, but they have to keep adding new content, and also they're creating their their own exclusive content. That's a, yeah. That, that is my suspicion, though. Is I think it's going to turn into like it has how. To. Well, yeah, like how stuff like uh, AMC used to just be uh, whatever. Let's play with fucking Shawshank Redemption eighty times a day station, and then they started making their own stuff and. Award-winning stuff too. Oh yeah. So I think, stuff. yeah, I think uh, Netflix might like, like s- s- turn into like a new HBO. Because what's HBO cost a month? It's probably about the same as Netflix. Yeah, probably. probably. And uh, yeah, it'll just turn into a new thing like that. Is yeah. better because it's streaming to your fucking Apple TV? Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, it's gonna be kind of neat. Or it's gonna crash and burn. Yes. <laughs> One of those. I, I have a, I have a suspicion that they'll probably if they once they because they're already starting with a couple exclusive shows and I think if they do that more I, I wouldn't be surprised if they had like a s- separate tier. Where you pay more or something, yeah, um, and you get like the current stuff rather than not new releases. Yeah, although if they can just retain people, I mean, maybe they can keep going as they are. Just like maybe it's more important just to keep people. Yeah, but, I mean, the point is though is that we should buy Sea Land. Yeah. That's the point. Right. How much is Sea Land? You gonna deal with uh, the pirates? Buy it. Yeah. Why don't we just? Why don't we take get yeah. a get a pirate ship? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get some cutlasses. Oh, oh, this is way better. <laughs> we'll definitely need some cutlasses. We'll need a couple of Jolly Rogers. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll, we need, we'll, need some we'll flintlock need. pistols. Oh, we'll fashion yeah. Joel's extra stuff into weapons, various kinds. So we'll, 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 we'll build someone to bring scabies onto the ship. Oh, yeah, Jesus man. Christ, we could build a boat out of my fucking kitchen table and. And uh, my the spare dressers we're trying to sell, and the cardboard boxes. We we should have done that because uh, yeah, other Keith he had uh, some weird itchy stuff all over him from India, and we don't really know what it was. It's clearing up now, but yeah, we could have flung him and parachuted <laughs> him in, and he could have been chemical warfare. Yeah, it turned awesome. out it turned out not to be a, a parasite, but the doctor thinks scabies. Mm. Oh, so, so Indian AIDS. Yeah, yeah. Although I remember that doctor, I think because he went to the same place I went to, and that guy didn't think my appendix was the problem, yeah. and it was. <laughs> Who knows? Doctors, they don't know. I'm gonna, what, what's it like to live in India, my ank? Not good. Yeah, we're gonna get Keith on here sometime. Fucking talk about that shit, yo. Yeah, he was there for like three weeks. It was a long time. It's funny though, because like I just, you know, it's hard, it's hard to visualize exactly what he's talking about. So like he was telling yeah. me this one story about some beggar guy. And, uh, and then he's like, and then as we passed the McDonald's, I was like, whoa, whoa, a McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> like, I did not envision a McDonald's in this scenario. But, but this is India 2.0, right? Like, this is right. the fancy India. So, yeah, the guy wanted an ice cream cone and then tried to get Keith to get him a McFlurry at the last second. Keith was like, no, nah, no, ice cream's good enough for you. And I'm like, it's just so weird that there's a McDonald's in this scenario. Yeah. Like a, I thought there'd be like a a, whore, a cow's head with flies buzzing around it. <laughs> That's what oh, I, I wonder what the McCurry tastes like. Because there's got to be one. There has to be. I wanted like I, I was talking about this with Neil, like because there's like you know obviously everyone knows there's different sandwiches that are make different countries around the world at McDonald's. Yeah, I would be willing to pay extra just to get it here. Like I want to see what the McLobster tastes like. Uh, from, maybe like, they should do that. Like how international like, exchange, uh, like every month they yeah, bring like, in something from another country. Whatever, I'll pay ten dollars for a burger just so I could try these weird burgers from like around the world. In, to- they, in Tokyo I had an Ebi burger, which is uh, shrimp. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the one that I was thinking about. Yeah, because uh, Damon had that one. That already. sounds good. Yeah, uh, it was good. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'd pay extra for that if they like if they did like you know each month they do a different one and it's like expensive. But I bet that would be real expensive because I mean the McLobster's ten dollars anyway, so you'd yeah. be paying like a ton. Lobster's not shrimp though. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was funny in in Tokyo. I was trying to get mail <coughs> for my fries. I was drunk as fuck too. So I was just like suddenly like. Every time I'm drunk in another country, I suddenly turn into a fucking entitled dick. <laughs> like, why don't you have this? It's low light. 
Whoa! Oh yeah, yeah. We need some photos for this. <laughs> it's, dark. Boom. Um, it's dark. It's supposed to be the camera, and this is supposed to be great and low light, but this is like no light. So. But yeah, if you could take some pictures, we can always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pictures maybe step free. back a bit. Uh, but anyway, so so I'm like, I, I want mayo for my fries, and I'm like, well, I, I, I look over to my friend, and I'm like, what's mayo in Japanese? He's like, mayonnaise. I'm like, wow, that's really easy. Mayonnaise? And the guy's like, no. <laughs> Go back to Holland. Yeah, go back. Blondie. Yeah, well, actually, he, he thought I was German. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh... I lost it. I had something to say. Oh, yeah. No, this is, this is not quite the same thing as what Keith... Uh, Keith finding at McDonald's in India, but I kind of a similar thing when I was in, uh, when I was in Rome. Uh, like, I was at, like... Do you know the Trebi Fountain? Yeah, yeah. It's a huge, mm-hmm. huge beautiful fountain, ancient, whatever. And, and you're you're supposed to throw coins in it and make a wish. Yeah, you're supposed yeah, to. Th- yeah, you're yeah. supposed to. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I can't even. Uh, I'm not getting any good pictures. Of here. You're supposed to like uh, face your back to the fountain and throw the coin in backwards or something, if yeah. I remember. Anyways, that's right. And it was this beautiful fountain, and it's like that's what Rome is like. It's kind of like the city, but it's built around this ancient city, right? But there's still these little bits around. Anyway, so there's this Trebi fountain, this beautiful thing from hundreds of years ago. And then right beside is like a McDonald's, <laughs> and then there's like, it's like a super fancy McDonald's with like red tablecloths, like outside on the patio and stuff. And it's just this weird juxtaposition. It's like that is McDonald's, and this is a ancient, beautiful fountain, <laughs> carved in marble. No, it's it's one of those weird things. Like on your XO about that that guy who went into space, saying that like every Richard inch, Garriott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every inch of space is occupied, or every inch of the earth is occupied that's fertile. And which probably means there's a McDonald's in every inch of fertile land as well. What was I looking at? (laughs) Good out here in the darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're good, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, you're a guest now. Oh, smoke dog. Hello, my name is Evan Demerat. I'm a local Toronto stand up comedian. Really? Uh, okay, really? You can follow me at, at EVNDSMRS. That's uh, my Twitter. You and also my Instagram. And my, uh, Just a quick little uh, criticism. <laughs> you need a better Twitter name. <laughs> yeah, but this, it's my name, but like shortened. So it's like Ivan Dismers. I no, see. Yeah. All right. No, that's cool. Yeah, but right. I, got, I got like over 2,000 followers, buddy. Shit. So what is it? EVDRS? <laughs> it's on record. We'll listen later. <laughs> Check it out. Here's some free tickets to my comedy show. Where, where, are you, where are you doing it? Uh, I host the comedy bar Tuesday night open mic night. Nice. We're going there. Uh, we're there tonight. Yeah. Go see, see my, my cat play. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you're gonna see my roommate Rob May. You open up for him as nice. well as you're gonna see Ian McIntyre. He's all right. I think I've seen him oh. before actually. Ian? Yeah. yeah, I think nice. so. Nice. Cool, cool, man. Cool. What is the podcast for? Is he it's, ginger from out east? He's not, no. Okay, then I'm thinking Yeah, no, it's just, yeah. we just go to bars and we record ourselves talking about shit. And, and actually, we our, mostly recorded this bar. Yeah? Oh, wicked. This, yeah, yeah. This dude's, Secret uh, podcast. This yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude's roommate is opening for Mike Kaplan, so we're gonna... Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Upstairs. <laughs> nice. Small world. Yeah, he right? gave us his card. Uh, his oh, Twitter right. name is the very easy to remember, E-V-T-R-P-R-S. Right? Well, I got to open up for Chris Hardwick when he was here. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, huh? Small But is it one of those things where he didn't know you were there? You just were in the same building? No, no, I opened up and he told me I did a really good job. Oh, well, nice. And then I blushed real hard. Nice. Who knows, maybe he'll be a future guest. Maybe we'll be best friends in the future. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I, I, uh... I remember hearing someone that went to that Chris Hardwick show, and they said that uh, 
that the opener they didn't like the opener because he was misogynist or something which so was that whatever. this guy yeah I guess so maybe if they <laughs> yeah, were misogynist but whatever I mean it was, it was it, it, yeah I don't know if it was uh, I don't know whatever. I find that just some I mean, it's weird in general, just the way the podcasting world has just grown up like a giant forest, and like people like Keith and the Girl are just so not known compared to all these people that are like, oh, well, I was on MTV once, and now I got a podcast and I'm famous. Yeah. Chris Hardwick in particular, I never fucking heard of this guy in my life, and now he's super famous and popular, and everyone loves him. And I've listened to his shit a few times; he's okay, but why is he so famous? I don't understand. I always like, he was, he's he, got a podcast, and that's why I, we're. I, I knew him. I knew him before. I always kind of liked him. He was like a. I mean, I a don't, tech guy. He was like a gadget guy on TV and stuff. I but, don't dislike yeah. him, but like he's everybody knows him. Everyone always talking about the nerdist. Yeah. Like, where did this come from? I guess he found a niche or something. Yeah, that worked. No, it is. It, it is kind of true. It's like, yeah, the, the the whole podcasting thing is like there's so many of them. So like, that's why it's kind of great what we do because it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know why? The color of my skin, cause I got permanent. Countdown.ca